Welcome back to Onboard and Sharing. Today we're going to be talking all about doulas and we are going to be talking with Katrina Meek. We had an absolutely awesome conversation with this doula. She is super precious and uh, yeah, we have learned so much. And if you haven't hugged your doula or midwife and told them how amazing they are, shame on you. <laughs> We're just kidding. We hope that you have, well, we hope that you love this podcast as much as we've loved making it. And we are super grateful with, for all the people we're connecting with and learning more and growing more confident in birth. And we hope you do too. Awesome. So I've got my questions here. And, and like I said, if you somehow answer some of these on the way, it's no pressure. This, this is honestly just to be a fun, in, informative interaction. And hopefully awesome. we can inform a whole bunch of other ladies. Yeah. Awesome. And we, and we yeah, have a man on this so that you can, so that men have a perspective yeah. on it as well. Because I think if like, like you said, like when fathers aren't in the birthing room, or, or if when I hear stories, I'm like, well, I was just there really to to hold her hand and to tell her she was doing a good mm. job. And I'm like, no, man, this is a big life. You've got to be. Yeah, it's got yeah. to be involved. Yeah. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. He wants to be involved Absolutely. as much as possible. So I'm very grateful. <laughs> no, that's amazing. But guys, thank you so much for giving me this platform to also be able to, you know, give a little bit more awareness about, you know, what we do and 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 all that we entail. Because I think we're so much more than what we are. Um, and, you know, for, for me as a doula, just being a supportive person for families is, you know, is everything. And I think that's like the bottom line of what we do is just, you know, support and empowerment. Um, and, you know, we, my philosophy is, you know, for me, I'm so passionate about birth and whether it's a natural birth or a Caesar birth, for me, birth is birth. And there's a role for a doula in every kind of birth. Um, I'm really grateful. I've, I've really got some um, incredible um, gynies that I work with um, in Joburg. And, you know, we do a lot of assisted Caesars. So, you know, for the moms that opt to opt for a, a cesarean or have, have to have a cesarean because of medical reasons, you know, the role of the doula still kind of kicks in, which is um, super cool. So, you know, from my side of like, and how I see birth is, no matter how you birth your baby, you know, you still become a mother and you still become a father. And, um, and I wish people would also not feel um, certain pressures as well about how you birth your baby. Um, mm -hmm. But as long as you know that you, you had the options, that you were informed of your options and that you yeah. had the knowledge around it. I think that's important. And as well as for the dads as well, because, you know, they kind of also just, you know, it's like the, the moms might just be like, well, everyone else has had a Caesar. So, our models will just have a Caesar as well. Mm. Um, and I always say, you know, when it comes to birthing choices, it's so important that, the, you know, the, the couple and the parents, they have a, a mutual, like, I want to say the word agreement, but they both are kind of like on board yeah. um, with, with the birthing choices. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that, that kind of all jumps into sort of my first question, which would be if, for a person who doesn't really know what a doula's role is, what is your role and how does what you do fit into helping the family and guide them through the whole birth from start to finish? And where do you sort of start the process and where do you sort of tap out, I guess? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's that's a that's a great question. So it's never too early and it's never too late to have a doula. Um, some of my clients, I actually meet them before they even start an IVF process. So there's a journey of even before they're pregnant. Um, you know, where we in constant communication. You know, the support is there already. You know, um, 
sometimes the IVF works first time and sometimes it doesn't. And it's, you know, for them, it's nice to have support, you know, sometimes when it doesn't turn out how it should be. And on the flip side of that, I've been called two o'clock in the morning saying, hi, Kat, you don't know me, but I'm actually in labor and I really think I need the support of a doula. Would you mind to support me? So right. the spectrum of it is quite, you know, it's quite diverse, but we it's never too early and it's never too late to have a doula. Ultimately, it's really nice to have it um, throughout your pregnancy. So, you know, your doula is someone that always checks in, always makes sure how you're doing um, emotionally, physically, um, already starting to, to prepare you for the birthing process, um, as well as for the father, you know, certain things, you know, what to look out for, for. And, you know, she might be a little bit hormonal, just, you know, be patient with her as well. Um, yeah. Just being a supportive person and um really making sure that the the family knows that that support is there that we are someone that you can um contact at any time if you're feeling anxious or, or fearful and and all of that and what that entails um so yeah the role of the doula support 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 empowerment um we aren't medically trained doctors so i could never say okay you need to go get a script and you need to you know medically we can't diagnose you but we're able to kind of like assist that process like mm, i don't think that looks okay I, perhaps maybe we should you know chat to your care provider so yeah. just also guiding you in, in in certain avenues like that um but you know we're there for the pregnancy being a supportive person then of course the birth and the labor that's you know when our role really starts to kick in but for me I think being a postpartum doula is something that every woman deserves mm -hmm. um, making sure that transition whether it's your first baby or your 10th baby you know there's always certain anxieties and fears that kind of you know go go with motherhood and parenthood so it's important that you've got someone um, helping you with that transition at home um, answering your breastfeeding questions helping you with the breastfeed or however you choose to feed your baby. Um, if there's siblings, you know, making sure that, you know, the transition from being a parent of one baby to now a parent of two baby, that, you know, you've got a supportive person behind you. Absolutely. I love that it's such a, it's not just for pregnancy. I love, I love that aspect of being a doula, or even if you have a midwife, it's just both parties, it's just having that support, not just from for birth but the whole process absolutely like it fills my heart with so much joy <laughs> and and how did you oh sorry no 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 I was just saying you know for me going through this process I mean one of my first babies that I ever um assisted with turned to eight soon um and I'm on to cat now and you know I've got the first the first um day of grade one and you know oh. it's 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 and incredible to yeah. It's, it's just amazing to see you know these beautiful babies that you've seen from their first breaths of life to like their first day of grade one and I'm like oh. <laughs> <laughs> there's such a connection that you feel with all your families um and yeah I'm, I'm super privileged to be able to to experience that but I think that comes down to you though I think it's 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 who you are that you have this this whole journey with your your moms and your kids that you've now uh, I was going to say birth but you know what you I mean by you yeah. <laughs> you've helped in the process so I think how how did you actually become a doula and and why so my my role as a doula I didn't know what a doula was um I kind of you know what's a normal average Joe fell pregnant, weed on a stick, phoned the nearest gynae that was open, got an appointment and kind of was like, okay, well, you know, the gynae was really nice or, you know, I'm just going to 
you know, stick around and, you know, like not knowing options, not knowing too much about, you know, that, that, that pregnancy process. So around about the 28 week mark, you know, um, I started reading up on how I wanted to birth my baby and um, my care provider said, well, mm, I don't really do natural births. So I would opt for a Caesar. Let's book your bed. Let's book your dates. And, you know, being a bit naive, I was like, okay, well, yeah, sure. You know, and my daughter was due in the December time. So she was like, let's maybe try for a November baby. Then you're not too close to Christmas, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the little uh, competitiveness in me was like, my mom's pushed out three babies. So I think there <laughs> might be a bit of a, I'm sure I'll be able to, you know, if mom can do it. I, I think I've got this. Um, and yeah, so my husband and I, we sat down and we really started to research our options and the options that we wanted. Um, I am, I can proudly admit that the age of uh, 35, um, my mom still comes with me to the dentist. I am um, petrified. Okay. Petrified of clinical things and dentists and doctors and and all of that um so having a cesarean for me it wasn't it wasn't my my kind of first choice it wasn't something that I wanted and I didn't feel comfortable uh, confident or comfortable um in in that option so um we just really started doing our research um and we came across um a beautiful birthing center and I met my my midwife um and yeah, cut the long story short, I had the most beautiful natural birth. I was, you know, I'm super grateful for that. And it just sparked a love of birth. And it just made me feel like I'm so proud of my team and how they helped me and how they supported me. And every woman deserves that. And um, ultimately, I was like, I'm going to back to school. I'm going to be a midwife. I just want to deliver babies for the rest of my life. But unfortunately, I didn't do schooling here. So I don't have an Afrikaans. So every university were like, sorry you know um yeah. and just I know and to learn a, a new language in you know like it just it wasn't it wasn't something that you know I I, I wanted to do at that stage I had a, a very young child so um my incredible midwife said well why don't you be a doula um and that's where it all began wow. so I went back to school and um it was about a year's course with a with a whole bunch of um uh you got to do your hours and you know i got i got to work in you know in the private sector but also in the government sector where you know that's really where birth is you know there's no scented candles and beautiful music and 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 you know birth is so raw and so yeah. um so beautiful so um yeah so that's where i got my experience from and here i am um ages later um it's just uh -huh. the most rewarding job it really is and how old were you when you had your first child to, to what, what was the timeline between when you had your daughter, you said your daughter, hey, the first child was your yes, daughter. My older daughter. Yes, yes. So your daughter so it was, became a doula. She was about eight months old when I went, when I, yeah, when I started my course. So it was, it was quite soon after, you know, after her, her birth, would I say, um, you know, at that stage, you know, I could work in with the breastfeeding schedule. I could work in, you know, with, with that, I think anything too young, I think she might've been a bit too small. Um, so yeah, it just, it just wanted to feel that passion of birth. Um, and yeah, and I haven't looked back since. So maybe one day I will, I will um, bite the bullet and maybe perhaps um, take it a step further and do my nursing degree and then hopefully be a midwife. But that's 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 soon goals not not right now at the moment I just love love doing what I'm doing and I mean I've, I've kind of picked this up from what you've been saying and how you've been saying it but um 
but what is the 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 best part of the favorite part of your job about i would imagine it's just seeing the whole oh. process but uh, oh. to hear from you yeah it just you know seeing like a husband and a wife become a mom and a dad you know especially first time parents it's so emotional and um a lot of almost the midwives I get all emotional now um a lot of the midwives a lot of my clients I cry at every single birth every single birth I cry like cat has her little moments it just it's just so beautiful um and you know the special moments where you get to kind of go outside to the waiting room and you've got a very anxious granny and grandpa you know and you just walk out there and they're like and I was like oh congratulations baby's here mom's fine and you know seeing seeing a mom and a dad become a granny and a granddad, you know, it just, just the firsts of everything. Um, it's just, it's spectacular and it's just so profound. And it's, it's, you know, in this, there's quite a negative world we're living in at the moment and to see the most positive thing nearly every day is just, it's, it's remarkable. It really is. Absolutely. That's so precious. It just shows what kind of doula you are. You're such a heartfelt. Oh. I love you already, man. <laughs> and I'm a, a terrible cry. You should see me. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that's the best. I that's love one it. of my finest moments. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is your process in terms of helping a parent or prepare parents for pregnancy and birth? So, um, you know, we kind of start at the beginning, um, you know, we, we, we talk about all your options and whether that's a natural birth, a cesarean birth, an epidural birth, a water birth, a VBAC, which is a vaginal birth after you've had a Caesar. So there's, there's so many options and it's important that, the, you know, the families choose the options that are, are suitable for them, something that they want. Um, I'm quite a realistic doula. So for me, I support all births. I think every birth is as important as the other. Um, and no one should be judged on how they birth their child. Um, mm -hmm. And that's something I think that is very important. And that also then goes into the feeding. You know, of course, you know, um, I'm such an advocate for breastfeeding, but if those aren't my boobs, I should not be making that decision. So, you know, it's important that families just feel like there's no judgment, yeah. that there is no, you've got to do this and it's got to do this way and it's got to be natural. And it's got, it's, that's just, it's not, it's not, um, that's not real. And um, for me, just supporting families on how they choose to do everything so um loads of information making sure that the families have got the information and the knowledge to make those decisions um you know for for them um and then of course you know supporting them through the pregnancy supporting them through the labor and the birth and then of course supporting them postpartum so it's the three kind of sections that we that we focus on that's can I ask how long do you stay with your mom's postpartum just out of curiosity because I mean it sounds like you you stay with them quite a while because you help them with breastfeeding as well but what is the timeline if there is a so, timeline? <laughs> I, I, I always have a, a bit of like a, a a joke I was like when your kid is 11 you've got this got this I like I'm, I'm gonna be like you know I'm gonna send you on your way but you know it's it's you know when you create such great relationships you're always there and you know you always you know we always become like social media friends and you know we you know I'm on to cats and then I get to see these beautiful babies just grow so there is no kind of like timeline but it's probably that first year where, you know, um, I'll pop in, you know, if you need me to help you with anything, you know, it's normally in that kind of like first year um, after baby. So yeah, about a year. Nice. 
that's so cute. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And so, I mean, with uh, you mentioned earlier that you you assist in all types of birth. Um, so, do all doulas work with midwives, and all midwives work with doulas, or do they work separately? Or and do you have a, a specific midwife that you work with all the time? So you know. I work with quite a quite a large uh, range of care providers. So um, I have, you know, incredible gynies that I often work with, and then I've got a whole bunch of midwives that you know that I that I often work with. So it's a whole it's a whole range of people, mm. which is amazing. I mean, even like certain anaesthetists, you know, would um, would sometimes recommend me to to certain people, you know. And I'm just I'm super grateful that I've got great relationships with midwives and gynies. So yeah. um, the doula never replaces the role of the main care provider. You know, we are part of the support team to get mom mom and, and dad through the process. Um, we often say that um, midwives and doctors work from the waist down and we work from the waist up so emotionally and physically and yeah. all of that and they get through all the other all the other stuff and and all of that entails so um yeah doulas work with doctors and midwives of course some doulas are different um do some doulas will only work with midwives some doulas will only work with certain doctors um but during that initial meet and greet process, we always, you know, we always ask about, you know, who is your care provider? Which hospital do you birth at? Because unfortunately, sometimes some care providers and hospitals still do not see the benefits of doulas. And sometimes we aren't allowed to work in certain places. Um, but in, if, if that's the case, then, you know, we make sure that you go into that birthing process so prepared. And then we write there for, for the postpartum um, after babies there. Okay, it sounds wow. foreign. Like, why would they not let you have support? I mean, I understand during COVID, I completely understand yeah. that when it was a yeah. hard lockdown yeah. and nobody knew what was going on, but why? Yeah. Like, my mind yeah. is just like, <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. Oh. I know. And it's some, but it's something that we every single day, and I think every, and I'm, I think I'm speaking for every doula out there. You know, we we are so passionate about what we do, and the more that we let people know how beneficial a doula is, you know, hopefully we can start to change the narrative of of certain practices and doctors, you know, that think that we are uh, witches and that we're we're funny people that just play whale music, you know, and we really are a lot more than 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 what they think we are. Absolutely. Amen. Mm. And may this go to so many women who don't know about doulas. I pray for that. <laughs> and how do you typically help a dad during the birthing process? Or just like, I know you, you mentioned that you give them tips and that, but like on the day, mm. what, a, what would a typical day be for you and for the parents? And how does that all work? you so, so one of the things one of the things I cannot stress enough about is as a doula we never ever replace the role of the partner um it doesn't happen we are we work as such a team on that day if I'm on on shoulders you're on hips if I'm on hips you're on shoulders um you know we we are breathing through every contraction together but just your presence there is just is it's 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 everything and you know sometimes I quickly will need to take a quick wee break or just want to fetch something from my car and then you kind of you know become me for for a couple of minutes um but your your the dad's role is so important it really is and we just enhance that role for you we just make sure that you know um that you know that everything is is it's it's okay and Again, knowledge is power. And, you know, for how I work as a doula is I make sure that the dads know what has just happened, 
what is happening right now and what could happen next so that the dads have a full sphere of, of what's to come and what has happened so that at any at, at no stage of, of that birthing process is there fear is there anxiety is there like oh I don't understand what is happening um, you know because we we as doulas are making sure that you are so informed that you know exactly what is happening so that it's not um, it's not a scary scary situation for you um knowledge is power so you know for the dads we make sure that you know they are they are they you guys are everything we just help in, enhance the role yeah, yeah. that's a beautiful role to to have in that process so that the the mom pet, still loves the husband she's like thanks man <laughs> that's yeah. how the parents feel empowered through, yeah. through the process yeah Absolutely. And you know what? I see the spectrums of the dad and there's no right or wrong way for you to be in that room. You know, I, the spectrum of it, like the dad that is like, so I'm going to go wait in my car. <laughs> Will you just WhatsApp me when baby's here and breastfeeding's happened and the room is clean? Because that's that's the birth that he wanted, and that's something that he's comfortable with. Compared to the other spectrum of the dad that is in his jocks in the bathwater with the GoPro thing on his head, you know, <laughs> helping Kathy the baby. Yeah. Um, and because that's, that's, that's the kind of birth that he wanted. And there is no right or wrong way for the yeah. dads to be. Um, and also we kind of take the pressure off the dads that, you know, that you can quickly go outside because it can be quite overwhelming and, and you're quite emotional. So it's nice that you can also be like, I'm just going to take a quick breath of air just to kind of like, okay, right, compose myself and then, you know, straight back to the room. So, you know, the doulas also just kind of take the pressures off the dad that they don't feel like, you know, that there's, there's, there's so much, you know, on their shoulders as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's no right or wrong way for a dad to be mm. um, in labor. Yeah. Um, you know, we, I, I once had a dad that wanted to cut the umbilical cord and he wanted to cut it with the knife that his granddad cuts it was like a like a family heirloom thing, and he actually oh. cut the cord with, with the family um, heirloom mouth or something. And oh. um, I mean, it was the first time I've ever kind of seen something like that. Um, and that that was so important for him. So you know, during our kind of um, initial process, you know, the, we always ask the dads, you know, what kind of birth do you expect? You know, what we can't always, things can't always go to plan, but you know, what kind of birth would, would the dads like? And then we also make sure that, you know, all your wishes and all of your, um, how you want the birth to go is, is, is upheld, um, mm. you know, with love, respect and empowerment. Mm. It's beautiful. I love it. I hope this is painting amazing pictures for yeah. people. I really hope so. <laughs> but, but also on that note, I'm sure there's a whole lot of challenges that you face um, in your profession, helping people. I mean, you work with so many different parties in the process, working in hospitals, mm -hmm. working with doctors, people. I mean, people can be funny. Um, I'm sure there's mm -hmm. a lot of challenges that you face. What are the sort of the, the main ones that you've had to learn and overcome um, to get yeah, better? Yeah, for sure. Look, you know, Sometimes the births are quite traumatic um, and, you know, you are so emotionally present during those births. So it's important that, you know, doulas also have someone um, that they can also offload to. So, you know, we, we often do debriefing sessions. If I've had a bit of a, a traumatic birth that I'm on the phone to one of my doula sisters, um, her name is Chrissy, I love her to death. Um, and she hears me cry and moan and sob. And, you know, it's so important that we, we've got someone to offload with. Um, so yeah, the challenges, you know, we, off, we, we do see, you know, certain things that we, we, we know that maybe shouldn't have happened 
like maybe the care provider intervened too quickly, um, you maybe induced it at wrong time because maybe doctor was going away on holiday, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I role is to never question a care provider whatsoever, um, you know, but just making sure that the families are supported, you know, through those traumatic times. Um, and then of course, on the other side of it, you know, um, you know, I've got three little girls myself. So also trying to find a healthy balance um, between, you know, other people's family and my family. Um, it's, it's, it was quite a struggle to kind of find a good balance. Um, and I'm starting to find my groove now. Um, and also perhaps setting certain boundaries that, you know, if it's not super duper urgent, um, perhaps maybe, you know, not messaging me at midnight or two o'clock in the morning, you know, so there's certain, you know, just those, sometimes those challenges are difficult to, to face. Mm. Um, you know, I, I never made the first day of school for my daughter for grade one, which was, you know, really, you know, really um, upsetting, but you know, I, I need to, it's important that I've got people that I can chat to that I don't ever kind of um, uphold any kind of like negative feelings, if, if yeah. that makes sense. So there's always challenges with any kind of, I suppose, any kind of career. But um, for me, it was finding a balance between my own personal family and this beautiful job that I've chosen. Yeah, I think it, it's so, it's so, I don't know what the right word is like it's so big of you guys in terms of being a midwife and a doula or whatever whenever a woman's going into labor like your your life stops and it becomes a part of this and like when your phone goes off like if my phone goes off at night I'm just like well I'll see it in the morning whereas you have to force yourself to wake up and have a look is it urgent isn't it urgent like it is it's like bigger than a firefighter like in terms of (laughs) like the role it really is it like I don't think people understand that it's like it's it's all well and good that you're there for support but like you when you when you painted your picture of what your challenges are it's so much bigger it's you're you're providing or you're helping in this in the sense of with helping life come come into this earth but also you're you're putting a pause on your own family whereas most careers is between this time and this time or whether you're a doctor so I mean it is huge it is amazing I really I take my hat off to all you you all need medals all of you I mean, you should see us trying to like RSVP to a wedding. And I'm like, is there a maybe option? And they're like, no cats. <laughs> Imagine. Like maybe option. She's like, no, still, still no maybe option. I'm like, ah. Oh. Um, but, you know, if anyone, you know, is wanting to be a doula, you know, that is something that you have to think about is, um, you know, your personal life. You know, there's, there's no like you know of course I've got my my doula sister Chrissy that you know if I'm at something that is like a family event or or a wedding or something like that then I'm able to tell Chrissy you know Chris are you able to cover me for that day and of course it's it's you know it it does work vice versa so um doulas we've always got that person that we're able to maybe um have on standby um but yeah that's that was quite a challenge to to kind of um get over you know there's no like having you know, a glass of wine at a bride, because if, if I have to leave to a birth, well, then, you know, you can't, you can't be doing that. So yeah. um, it's also, you know, it does affect your personal life and your social life. So um, again, it's just finding the healthy boundaries and, and making sure yeah. that you stick to the boundaries. And I think, yeah. I think it comes down to your passion as well, is that like, you either get called to do this or you don't, like, if you're just like, oh, being a doula would be nice. Like, it's good to know what you're no, 
yeah. the flip Absolutely. side is. So and it's think- so important. You have to have a support team. You know, like for me, I'm super grateful. I've got my mom and I've got my my mom in law, and I've got my husband. That you know, if I leave at like two o'clock in the morning, that I know that one of them is taking the kids to school. That you know, mom's normally here to do the kids' hair and making sure they look good, and husband's on you know lunch boxes, and then my mother in law will fetch the kids. So it it's does it's not only affecting my life, but it does affect you know my supportive. Um, because they they also need to kind of stop what they're doing to make sure that our little family is also able to do you know their everyday things. So if anyone is thinking of a, being a doula, um, making sure that you have a very strong support system behind you because you, that it, I'm able to do the job I can do because of them, um, and I'm so grateful for them and, and they help me they help me in more ways than one. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's my next question. That I actually want to maybe just dive into is your network whether it's it's your your doulas your supportive doulas or whether it's your family that you're helping how how do you how does your network work in the the medical model as well as how can people contact you like if it's not you and 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 they maybe need your your do you say christy yeah christy yes yeah christy so if they need her like how do they how does that all work and how does the the network work together is basically my question Mm -hmm. So look, we've got quite a, we, you know, we've got quite a large birthing community. Um, and for me, you know, I've got incredible lactation friends, I've got cre- incredible chiropractor friends. And I got, you know, when you're in the medical industry, you kind of got your little, your little tree of, of support. Um, so of course, you know, there's a whole bunch of these like doula websites where you're able to find a doula. And I always say it's so important, you know, to connect with a couple of doulas because, ultimately we're going to be looking at your girl bits at some stage so you really have to be super super comfortable um and you've got to you've got to you've got to connect with your doula um and everyone's personalities are different um and then of course that you know your doula will obviously let you know if she's got availability um some doulas only take on a certain amount of births per month um I'm I'm actually going away now in April. So, um, you know, pre-planning that, you know, when people last year, October, were asking me to support them in April, already letting them know that, you know, I may or may not be there, but the support will be there. I've got my standby doula um, that knows about when I'm going. So, um, yeah, how we work in the network of things is we we all on a tree and like lactation consultants will often be like, well, here's this postpartum doula. Why don't you reach out to her? Um, you know, after birth, you know, perhaps maybe go see the Cairo, you know, as well as before birth. So we, we all like in a, in a, in a, in a tree of support. Um, you know, there's, there's, I mean, even within doulas, you know, sometimes um, I'll meet with a client and I just know that one of my other fellow doula sisters will be the perfect fit for her. Um, so I could always, you know, often recommend, you know, one of my doula sisters. And that's what I love about what we do. There's no like competitiveness and there's no like, oh, well, I'll be with like five clients this month. It's, it's not like that. You know, we, we, we support each other. We are such a, a beautiful bunch of women. And yeah, I'm really grateful to be in that circle with them. That is so beautiful. Yeah. I love that. So, so how do people find you? How do they find you specifically? I love me social media. So uh, yeah, Facebook, Instagram. I've recently learned about TikTok. I'm useless, Ooh. so don't even bother with that. Um, we'll put all no, those in the, the description of this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Those tags and stuff. And most, and, and most of my TikTok is all about my children anyway. Um, <laughs> but 
just yeah social media is amazing um and i'm so grateful for platforms like this that is you know able to you know get the word out there about doulas so you know if you are looking if you do want to um look for a doula google becomes your friend um they there's doulas all over south africa um, in every province um and then they've also got their little tree of of networks that are able to support you through your your pregnancy and your birth and postpartum as well so yeah um all of us are all on social media so yeah google away i love awesome. your instagram though i really do your instagram is so <laughs> precious i love love them. Oh. I've got an unhealthy obsession with placentas so my, my Instagram, oh, no. <laughs> it's the most incredible organ and I'm just like I love it so much and everyone's it's, like oh when <laughs> <laughs> well it's one of the biggest things for pregnancy anyway so I can just imagine I mean I saw a, a placenta coming out of um, a Caesar and I was just like what that was wow. fascinating I thought I should just like look at the difference between the Caesars and natural and the V-backs how it all works I was just curious I was like googling and I was like I might as well know and it's it's a fascinating organ I don't blame you for being and it as women like we reach. sorry the true mouth as women we we actually grow an organ yeah we grow an organ who grows organs women do um and you know seeing the placenta it almost looks like the tree of life it's it yes. just it's just branches and oh, oh it's just it's so beautiful it but is. yeah that's basically my instagram is like placentas placentas, <laughs> placentas. this is a bit off topic but do you ever have women asking if they can capsulize their placentas like how, how yes really? no ways really i didn't think that i was in south africa it's, it's it really is a common um, thing and it's so beneficial. It's so beautiful. My beautiful doula partner, Chrissy, she does placenta encapsulations. Um, she does placenta chocolates. Um, it's, it's, it's amazing. And the benefits are just so, you know, they are, they're incredible. It helps with postpartum depression. It can help with your breast milk supply. Um, so it's not like with that very popular TV show um, where, you know, she blames it and, and, and all of that. Yeah. No, no, not really. Some women, maybe, but most women would prefer to have it encapsulated. Um, and yeah, so there's, there's quite a few doulas that do um, percent encapsulation and the benefits are brilliant. I, I believe you can also capture the, I don't know how it all works exactly, but the stem cells um, from mm -hmm. both the umbilical cord and the placenta, and you can store those mm -hmm. cryogenically for later dates, if you need that, that stem cell for a medical issue down Correct. the line. Correct. Yeah. And that's something that, you know, we even go through all of those kind of options. Like, what would you like to do with your placenta? Would you like to incinerate it? Would you like to take it home? Would you like to encapsulate it? You know, um, or would you like stem cell storage? You know, we give you the companies and, and what, you know, the different options that they have. So, again, that's also part of the pre the pre-birthing um, plan that we we kind of go through. So even in-depth things like that get discussed. So you've got all the options of, of birth, which, um, you know, which, you know, some people want to do the STEM um, storage and some people don't, but you, at least you've had the option and you've got the knowledge about what it was and, and, yeah. and, and all of that. So, yeah. Rather inform people so they know everything and then they can make their informed decision. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. You hit the nail on the head. That's what a doula does. We make sure that during this process that you are so informed that you guys are able to make the right decisions for you and your little family. So I have one question that I've just been thinking about since our last podcast. And this, we'll use this one to wrap up because I know you've got a busy life and we, do, we don't want to keep you from it. Um, yeah. But, oh, wait, hang on. I forgot what it was. Hang on. I mean, my brain just forgot. Hang on. Oh, so 
what is your thoughts? And I mean, this may be in, maybe out, I don't know, but what is your thoughts as to why it's so important now versus when we, our grands or our moms, that we have doulas and midwives? Like, why do you think it's so important now versus then? I think there's, 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 there was always doulas, but we've actually got a little medical name put towards us. You know what I mean? Like in our, in, you know, a generation before us, a lot of people birthed at home and the aunties were there and best friends were there. Those were the, those were the doulas. You know, we just now are so grateful that we've actually got these incredible um, courses that we can do to really learn, you know, medically could I use that word mm. about the anatomy of the body and certain uh, medical jargon and and all of that so now we've got the the world at our fingertips to be able to get more knowledge to be a doula but there's always been doulas and it comes from the ancient Greek word um, which means a birthing servant and that's exactly wow. what we are that's beautiful that I did not cool, know that yeah. you I taught us that. so <laughs> much today Flip. <laughs> welcome <laughs> Um, that's and it's such a such a an odd word, but it really does sum up. We are birthing servants, um, and I I love that. I think it's it's oh, pretty. That cool. is a very cool. It is word origin. I am so glad we were connected with you. I can I can feel your heart when it comes to why you are a doula, and I hope that it gets expressed on the podcast. It is unbelievably beautiful. But thank you so much for sharing. I can't tell you how much I've loved this. So thank yeah. you so much. You're most welcome. And thank you guys so much for having me and giving me platforms to be able to, you know, spread the word about a doula. And every woman deserves a doula. Absolutely. Every partner deserves a doula and every family deserves a doula. Um, and some medical aids even starting to cover us now. So, you know, finally, the, 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 the actual support, like the actual, like everyone needs a doula. Um, and whether that's, in, whether that's in labor or whether that's post, um, it's just so important to have people that love you, that support you, that empower you um, through, through this beautiful journey of parenting. Thank you for listening. We hope that you guys have a new passion for placentas and stem cells and so much more. I found that personally very, very interesting on what stem cells can do. But that's a whole nother episode uh, that we can go into all of that. Um, one of the huge takeaway messages I got from this episode was that you are creating a team here that's going to be with you in one of the most um, important moments of your life as a, a family. And so to connect with somebody and to find somebody that you connect with um, and that you can be friends with and that will ask questions and that will support you and be there for you is really really important so you've got to find somebody that you guys relate to um, that you have a really great connection and bond with um, just like you heard in the episode Katrina has incredible bonds with her past clients and uh, that's what uh, we hope for you in your journey with your doula and if you haven't already please uh, subscribe rate and review this podcast it really helps us and helps others um, to, to get this information to empower their own family through evaluated experience.